Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show, Ford News and Rumors, a 12-rotor Chevy Big Block, EV Tire Wear, and Gran Turismo the Movie. All that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery with Bud and Tim, right now on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident Carnot, and Timpy Pasquale, upholstered to the stars. How in the world did we get to September? I don't know, Bud. It's just been a flash this year. Man, you're not kidding. Uh, going on right now, Northeast Georgia Swap Meet is wrapping up because this week's or this month's show was the first Saturday of the month. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're returning to the second Saturday of the month next month, which will be October 14th. Okay. Which is also the same day as Petit Le Mans. Oh. So you can go to the swap, swap meet, meet and yeah, go to and Petit go to Le Mans. Because wow. it starts around 12.30ish. Sure. 12 o'clock, 12.30. Perfect timing. Yeah. That'll work out good. Uh, also going on today and tomorrow is uh, Wira Motorcycle Racing. Oh, those guys are nuts. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's good fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Up close and personal, watch some great racing mm-hmm. and wonder, how do they make those tires stick to the pavement? It's amazing. It's it's slip angles uh, to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Just crazy stuff. But it's good stuff, so check that out. Uh, exciting news for us engine guys. Now, you don't, mean don't, gasoline engine? Gasoline wow. engines do not do not glaze over on me on this. Okay, okay I'm not. I'm, I'm wide. Uh, you're, you're familiar with the rotary engine. Oh, yeah. Right. right. The biggest problem they had with the rotary engine was never the engine braking. Mm-hmm. What was the problem with rotary engines? I don't know. From your memory. They uh, couldn't get their rotors to seal properly okay. when they first came out. Uh-huh. And so they would they would burn oil like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then once the tip seals got screwed up, then the uh, rotors would start flopping around, and it would beat the, the chambers up. Okay. What, what we would normally call a cylinder is kind of like a uh, elliptical-type okay. chamber, yeah, and it's it. not easy to fix. No. Okay. J.B. Weld is not going to take care of it. No. Anyway, they've gotten all that stuff straightened out. So this guy that races boats... Mm-hmm. He, Tyson Garvin of Apex Engineering and Design, he started working on, now just use your imagination. Okay. We're going to take a small, a big block Chevy. Mm-hmm. It's sitting right here on the bench, big block Chevy. Okay. All right, and it's in the shape of a V. Yeah. So you have a cylinder head on one side, cylinder head on the other side, and then the mm-hmm. center is what we used to call, or what we call the valley. Okay. You know, where the rods and stuff are right. attached to the crank and moving around. What if you hollowed all that out, mm-hmm. then ran, you know, ran a rotor inside of it? Inside of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not Wait, just you... one rotor. No. Three rotors. Three rotors. In each space. So uh-huh. one still one one whole bank of the engine would be three rotors. Mm-hmm. One crankshaft. Okay. Three rotors. All right. Mm-hmm. On the other side would be one crankshaft, three rotors. Down in the valley would be one crankshaft. And three rotors. How do you think this guy dreamed this up? I don't know. 
spot. It mounts in the same place as a big block Chevy. It has a big block Chevy bolt pattern, so you can bolt it up to the transmission, wow. et cetera, et cetera. It makes 800, it makes 800 foot-pounds of torque, 1,400 horsepower, naturally aspirated, and will rev to 10,000 RPMs. That's unbelievable. you got to see it on the YouTube uh, videos okay. where it's on the dyno. But I thought, what a clean design. You know how many moving parts you have? No. Well, you have... A lot. No, you've got... You've got, uh, what I say, 12. You've got, you've got 12 rotors going around. Yeah. That's basically it. Okay. So there are well, no... So you're saying that There's that's... no valves. There's no valve springs. Uh-huh. Well, his theory is Mazda engines never broke anything. They just burned oil and, you mm-hmm. know, had, had issues with that particular part of the engine. They've gotten all that sorted out from science and, okay. and uh, space-age stuff that they can use to seal uh-huh. these things. And man, this you, you you can take the configuration that he's built. You could take half the engine and make it a three rotor engine if you wanted to. I see. Obviously, you got oiling ports and things like that. Right. But he's gonna he's this thing runs. And I just saw, man, that is so wow. cool. Doesn't say anything about fuel consumption. Right? It's in a racing boat. Yeah, it's a need, racing boat, right? But it'll run wide open for hours on end. Mm-hmm. So. Go to, the, uh, go to the YouTube channel. It's a guy named uh, Rob Dom, who's an uh, enthusiast on rotary engines. And uh, this, this guy that built the engine sent him one, and then they took it apart on the YouTube video to see how it was put together. And it's one of those, why didn't I think of that yeah. things? Because they've been doing this with the, the Wanko rotary engine, you know, just stacking more, mm-hmm. more segments together, making, you know, three, four, five, six rotor engines yeah and uh, so it's doable and uh when you see the engineering that he does and stuff it's just it's just cool so it makes you wonder there's hope for his engine guys yet yeah there is but <laughs> right now back in the real world if you don't have a 12 rotor 1400 horsepower engine but you want to keep it running right Mm-hmm. And keep it tuned up and keep the fluids and stuff correct and changed in it on a regular basis and maintained. Where are you headed to get that stuff? Well, you're going to complete auto parts at their three locations in Gainesville, Cornelia, and Clarksville. Locally owned and family operated. And they got the parts you need. CarQuest Auto Parts Nationwide Parts, mm-hmm. Nationwide Warranties. Check them out at completeautoparts.net. Okay. How about the movies, Tim? You ready to go to the movies? Oh, yeah. We need to go see this movie, all right? This mm-hmm. is a true story. So this is a new release? Yeah, it came out August 11th. I haven't had okay. a chance to see it yet. But it's based on the story of uh, Jan Martinborough, mm-hmm. 20-year-old who won a GT Academy Europe Sims racing series, all right? Now, I'm, I'm going to take you back in time here. We go back to 2006, I think it was. Okay. And a Nissan executive thought, I wonder if these guys that run these, uh, these sim racers could do this in real time. So in 2006, Nissan executive, his name is Darren Cox, is played by Orlando Bloom in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, oh, yeah, I know Orlando. Okay, okay good. Uh, he started the GT Academy, a worldwide competition to find the fastest Gran Turismo players. This 20-year-old kid at the time had built his his rig out of plywood and MDF and put pedals and a steering wheel on it. And he entered the competition and he beat 90,000 other competitors. Wow. At the sea race. And the top 10 got to go to Nissan and get in cars to see how they could do it on cars. Mm-hmm. And he eventually became a professional driver. 
Movie ratings are good. Tim and I are going to go watch it. We're going to tell you more about it, but it's a true story. Oh, yeah. The car guys may want to check out Gran Turismo. You buying the popcorn? I will. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Extra butter? Ah, (laughs) no, I got to skip the butter, but you can have have mine. We'll put uh, double on yours. Need parts for your classic uh, race car? Well, (laughs) these folks can't help you out. No, but if you've got a classic muscle car, you can go to the muscle car experts at year one in cornelia georgia who provide our podcast so that if you miss any of this great information you can go to access wdun click the links hit the buttons and listen to the show at your convenience or go to your favorite podcast site and listen to the show anytime you wish and their people have the expertise to relate the parts that you're getting to what you might need with those parts. Right. You know. Like if you get the molding, they might suggest that you get the, the clips, clips, too. Yeah. 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 Who'd have thunk? <laughs> well, I, I hate it when you got to go back to the store for something that, you know, the counter person should have known about. Right. And you don't get that at year one or complete auto parts. You sure. Know, if you're getting something, they say, hey, are you getting if you get this, you need to get Getting this wipers, too. you might want to get windshield wiper flush. Uh, yeah. Fluid. Fluid, yeah. 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 Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Right. Because you're so, you're so zeroed in on the parts. Mm-hmm. You know. If you're going to get that Bigfoot gas pedal overlay, you might want to <laughs> get the one for the dimmer switch, too. <laughs> anyway, uh, year one, restoring American performance for you. Check them out at year1.com. We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally backed, and happy to serve you. All right, so Ford, news and rumors. That's a, a section we look, a, a segment we look forward to every month. And we've got the man from Ford, Green Ford, here in the house with us. That would be Aaron Hughes. Aaron, welcome back into Bud's Garage. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we doing? We're doing wonderful. Hey. Good. How's it going, Aaron? Good. Oh, Tim's on the road again. <laughs> working all the time. They have announced a couple new internal combustion engines on the on the blue side of Ford here. Yeah. A 6.8 gas and a 6.7 HO power stroke diesel. And the the existing Godzilla engine's been out there for, what, six months now? No, it's been out there a little while, a little while, about a year and a half. I think. And these are yeah. all pushrod engines, right? They are. All of the, what you're speaking of right now is uh, on the Super Duty side of things. Sure. So you're yeah. talking about bigger trucks. Um, for, what, what, is, what, is, what is designated Super Duty? Um, uh, the Super Duties are going to be, uh, well, what you guys used to call uh, uh, one-ton trucks. Okay, so is that yeah, an F-350? So. F-350 is okay. a Super Duty, 250s, 450s, yeah, 250, 350, 4 Duty, uh, a 50. And when you get over that, they start to call them Heavy Duty, which would be commercial vehicles. Okay. All so, right. yeah, Super Duty would be still uh, capable of doing commercial things um, if, if you have a business, um, you know, but not looking at, like, uh, you know, over-the-road type of stuff. Sure. So, so huge towing capacity. So, um, you know, people that have farms or fifth wheels, things like that, um, these are these would be the the vehicles and the engines we're talking about. Um, the six point eight 
is a, uh, and what's interesting is both of the gas engines, the 7.3, the Godzilla that you talked about, which was a big deal and we talked about a few years ago um, when it came out being a pushrod engine. Um, and the six, uh, the 6.8 is also a pushrod engine. So that's kind of cool. Um, and then when you get into the diesel ones, you've got your 6.7, which is if you're, if you're towing a substan substantial amount or using a gooseneck or fifth wheel hitch, the 6.7 is definitely the standard. Uh, and then this year they have come out with the new 6.7, the high output. So both of those are obviously basically the same engine platform. One has a substantial amount more horsepower. When you start looking at the 6.8 gas engine versus the Godzilla, uh, both are, uh, you know, pushrod engines, which is kind of cool. Ford's really, really put some, some work into that. I mean, technically, they're all pushrod engines, really. Well, I know, but they, they oh, had to do yeah. that because of, the, uh, because of the camper market. Uh, yeah. par apparently, yeah. you know, these engines with overhead cams, it's a great idea and all that, but they're pretty wide up on top, and it takes up a lot of area in it the really frame does. and the engine compartment. It, it yeah. really does, and, and the pushrod engines are just a, a good, reliable, uh, you know, good, reliable engine. And, and when you get in the 6.8, well, you're that, looking at the, uh, Yeah, go ahead. That F that F fifty three motorhome chassis is the most popular motorhome chassis on the market. That's right. And yes, that's, uh, that's a Ford product, it's and sure. I could order one of those chassis from you directly, bare, right? Just a yeah. running chassis. You sure can. That's exactly right. And uh, you know, when we're talking about some of these engines, you're looking at uh, even with the six uh, eight uh, V eight uh, gas engine, that thing's four hundred horsepower. Um, 445 uh, foot-pounds of torque, and you get in the 7.3s a little bit more, uh, where you've got the 430 horsepower and then the 485 uh, foot-pounds of torque. So if you're uh, in the gas uh, engine world where you, you're saving the fuel uh, money, and if you're towing a trailer that's, you know, say 10, 11,000 um, pounds, that's a wonderful way to go. But if you get into heavier stuff and you want into the diesel engines, that's when you really it gets interesting because a 6.7 goes up to the 475 horsepower and the high output goes to 500 horsepower but here's where it gets interesting when you're towing the 67 has 1050 foot pounds of torque and the new high output is 1200 foot pounds of torque wow. so it, it's uh the torque is almost three times as much when you go up to the high output versus the 68 engine which you know when you if for people that don't know when you're towing uh you know, when you're starting from a stop, you got to get that thing moving, and that's where the torque comes in. And, and I, I have a, one of my uh, salespeople recently who who also does horses and cows. Actually, doesn't do horses. He does cows and pigs and goats and a lot of livestock. Oh, yeah. uh, Jamie. James, yeah. Jamie. yeah. I'm James. talking about James, yeah. And he uh, he just bought one of the high outputs, and, and he was towing that thing to Moultrie with his big gooseneck the other day. He said he forgot it was back there. It's, he loves it. Just absolutely loves it. Well, he cool. All right. Yep. Tim, are you sitting down driving? Yes, I am sitting. Okay, well, we're, we're <laughs> going to talk about Ford's latest patent here, so you may pay attention. This is my favorite part okay. about coming in here, because this is when I get to see all the crazy stuff that you guys have been researching, and I'm always, uh, I, it's always news to me. I like it. Okay, let's talk about the latest patent for the Ford Bronco. The latest patent for the Ford Bronco that Ford has filed yeah. for. Application, there you go. And they've applied for this patent is a stand-up remote control system in your Bronco. So you can actually stand up with your head outside of the vehicle when you're doing very slow. Looking up through the roof. Looking the out, roof out, off, out yeah. through the roof. That's okay. right. Um, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. So you could use your remote uh, system. So if you're doing rock crawling or very, very slow speed uh, off-roading, you don't have to have a separate spotter. You can actually stand up through the roof yourself and use the manual controls, like I say, a remote control system uh, to, to move the vehicle. 
Uh, I don't know the yeah, level just, of demand that people would need for this vehicle. Just add alcohol. <laughs> that's that's all you need. Very well, interesting. They yeah. do have a cooler available for the Ford Broncos, actually. But and the, a safe that bolts uh, to the frame. The, the, the interesting thing about the picture that sticks up immediately is the guy in the Bronco who is standing up. And I'm thinking, as you're standing up and you're managing to flop your Bronco over on its roof because you're rock crawling with it, uh, should you duck? It seems like, yeah, you're going to have to duck. Yeah. You're, you're going to have to duck below the roll bar. Uh, the thing that strikes me about the picture is the fact the guy's wearing a collared shirt, to be honest with you. I, I can't imagine oh, rock yeah. crawling with a collared shirt. I, I, I got to agree with that. No backward <laughs> no backward hats. Uh, no, uh, no, he's wearing a collared short sleeve shirt in the uh, patent application. And there's no mention of him hollering, hold my beer and watch this. No, 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 no mention right, at all in, in the... Uh, in the drawing, the artist rendering. I don't know. I don't. I don't know who who these people are in the cubicles that are that are figuring this stuff out. Um, Ford has announced a new F one fifty on the horizon. What? Yep. Wh- how? This is the biggest selling truck on the planet. It is right. And uh, what's what's so new about the F one? What well, are they going to do to make it new? Let's I'll tell you. Way. You know, they've had they had a big upgrade a couple of years ago, um, going to the much larger screen and a lot of interior features of the vehicle. They made a few adjustments in the body, but that was also when they came out with the hybrid engine. So the hybrid engine allowed for all of the, uh, you know, the power pack things where you can, uh, you know, you have all the electric on board power we've seen the commercials where you can actually power your house with the thing it has so much power it has right, two yeah. separate circuits and that that was the last uh, big redesign the new one i think is just going to expand on that um all the features that make it the number one selling vehicle in america are just going to be they just keep pushing forward they just keep adding more and and the the, the f-150s just keep getting better and better after year after year any mention of a third row seat in the f-150s not that i've heard about but that's that um, seems to be uh uh, uh, talked about thing now nowadays where you can get six people in, a, in, well, you know, in the truck with a fold-down type seat. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have not heard anything about that. Um, well, you we're know, starting I, a rumor think, here. That's what well, I know. That's, that is what you guys do. That's yeah. kind of your thing. Yeah. Um, you know, the beds now uh, on the truck, to do that, obviously, you would, you would sacrifice, bed, yeah. you yeah. know, you, you go with the shorter bed. But to be honest with you, so many people don't use a truck like a truck anymore, especially these really high-end trucks don't even have a scratch in the bed. People have put you know pine straw and mulch in it that's the only thing that's ever been in the back of it and uh, i would say they'd put their trash and take it to the dump but those are the people that have trash pickups so they don't even put trash in it okay you know <laughs> so i i mean i think they could probably get by with a shorter bed and be able to haul uh, haul the kids around um and, and go to the baseball oh, yeah. games and stuff okay. but I've, I've not heard or seen anything about a third row well F-150. we're going to start the rumor for that's, you that's okay? fantastic all wonderful right. <laughs> how do folks learn more about all the stuff that's going on at green ford uh check out greenford.net um, or come see us in uh, 2365 Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville, 770-532-5620. Ask for Aaron. I'll be glad to help you. And for the, for the, in the meantime, if you see anybody driving around with their head up, you know, stuck up through the roof, yeah, it's probably Tim and his escape with the sunroof. And, uh, it probably is, you know, yeah. Just, just got a stogie going. <laughs> it's, stay, it's probably Tim with a stogie. And stay out of his way. That's all we can tell you. <laughs> all right, we're going to be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk AM 550 and FM 102.9. Take it over, Tim. WDUN. You got that right. We'll be right back, folks.
Welcome back into Bud's Garage, brought to you by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More. From first responders to daily drivers, the parts, tires, and repairs for what our town drives. Okay, Tim, we're only a month away from a real special event that's going to go on, and our next guest is going to tell us all about it. It's the fourth annual Chateau Alain Military Support Foundation Car Show. On uh, It's going to be in October 8th at Chateau Alain. Have you been to that show before? Oh, yeah. That's an awesome oh, it's show. it's a great show. And to tell us all about it is one of the organizers. That would be Renee Oldham. And, uh, Renee, welcome into Bud's Scratch. Hey, Renee. Thank you. Thank you, Tim and Bud. It's, it's great to be here. Uh, we're very excited about the show coming up. And um, so just to tell you a little bit about the organization, the Chateau Alon Military Support Foundation, um, we are a 501c3 organization, and we were established about four years ago to help military veterans and their families in the North Georgia area. So uh, we function as a hub uh, for community resources and providing support for our veterans in North Georgia for you know basic food, clothing, financial support, housing, and mental health support. So. Um, I don't know if you know this, but 8% of the state of Georgia's population are veterans. And out of those uh, 8% of the veterans, 43,000 veterans are living in poverty. So a lot of what we do uh, is to assist those veterans with housing and housing repairs. Um, We started the car show, uh, the Cars of Chateau, uh, four years ago as a fundraiser to help support our veterans and um, you know this is our again our fourth year Uh, it gets bigger and better every year Um, so we're really excited to um, to uh, bring on our new sponsors and a lot of new activities this year uh, on October 8th. Well how has the car show expanded over the last three years and what can we expect at this year's show? Well it has expanded uh, year over year in terms of uh, number of patrons that come uh, and the number of cars as well as sponsors. So um, last year we actually added uh, full throttle formation team which is uh, an air show that we added uh, to the show uh, last year. These are all ex-Navy uh, uh, veterans, um, pilots, and so we're excited to have them back again this year. Uh, but also this year, um, we've expanded our space and improved the space for the cars um, that will be on display. Uh, we're also partnering with uh, Caffeine and Octane. They've been very helpful this year in providing some guidance. As you know, they provide put on one of the largest car shows every month. And so they've been a big help to us in terms of thinking through where we can best position the cars and uh, just think about the event overall and how we can improve. Well, this year... Uh, one other thing... Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry. Go ahead. Uh, one other thing that we're adding this year is uh, a kids' zone. Um, so we know Sunday is a family day, so we're going to be adding a kids' zone, and uh, so that that's a new addition as well. Now, you and I were talking off the air, and you were talking about... Uh, all the show cars now are going to be parked out on the front lawn of the Chateau instead of a... Uh, we had them kind of split up last year, I remember that, and uh, uh, mm-hmm. it, it'll be nice to have them, excuse me, have them all in the, the same area. 
Yes, yes. We're taking better advantage of that front space in front of the winery mm -hmm. and also another front lot at the hotel. So everything will be up front this year as far as the activities, the, the sponsors, the cars on display. We will use the back lot for patron parking, but we will have shuttles running back and forth. Great idea. Uh, the other thing I just want to mention is that the city of Brazelton is also a sponsor, and they're really actively participating and uh, helping us market the show and, um, you know, really getting involved from a community standpoint. Good deal. What kind of cars will be on display, Renee? Well, we have a little bit of everything. Uh, if you were at the show last year, we had uh, some race cars that were brought over from the driving club uh, at Road Atlanta. Um, a couple of those race cars had um, some of our veterans' names on them. Uh, we also have classic cars. Um, we have exotics. Um, you know, we have some very unique, uh, one-of-a-kind cars. So we'll have just a little bit of of everything. What are some of the other uh, entertainment and amenities that you're going to have at the show? Well, in addition to the Kids Zone and the Air Show, we will have uh, five food trucks. Um, we typically have live music, so we'll probably, since everything's out front this year, uh, we will have um, probably one band this year playing out front. Uh, but we're also going to have a large screen TV um, that uh, that uh, the, the uh, caffeine and octane folks will be bringing so that we can uh, broadcast live and uh, also bring some, um, some of our sponsors to light. And so we'll be showing various videos um, on that screen as well. Uh, we also hope, we need to finalize this, but we're also hoping to have a simulator there as well, a, car, a race car simulator. So that will be a lot of fun. Uh, what is the what is the procedure for car registration and some of the special ticket packages like the VIP packages? Uh, yeah. How do, how do we okay. go about doing that? Well, um, if there's basically kind of three options. Uh, one, if you are interested in sponsoring uh, the Chateau Alon Military Support Foundation, uh, you can certainly sponsor us, uh, sponsor the event. Um, if you want to register your car. Uh, you can do so online um, on our website, uh, www.cemilitarysupportfoundation.com. I know that's a, a lot. Um, and then if you want patron tickets, you can purchase those online as well, and they're $20 per ticket. The car registration is $50. Uh, we, we do have a VIP ticket that will give you access to the VIP area, food and drink, throughout the day. Um, and that is $150 per person. Okay. Um, all of the proceeds from this event go to help veterans. And, uh, you know, as a foundation, 90% of our uh, proceeds go to support the military veterans. So it's important to note that uh, everything from this show goes to help our veterans. And it's a great show. I've been there several years now. Uh, last year's uh, airplane show the flyovers mm -hmm. and stuff of the aerobatics and stuff they were doing. Oh, yeah. Cool stuff. It was really good and, uh, you know, something different, something you don't see at every car show, mm -hmm. for sure. Obviously, you see cars, right. and the facility is beautiful. So I encourage people yeah. to, to be with us there in October. Where can folks go for more information, Renee? 
they can go to our website, um, and our website is uh, www.cemilitarysupportfoundation.com. Okay. Renee Oldham uh, from the organization Cars of Chateau. Uh, Mil- military Support Foundation uh, Car Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just thank, thank thanks for taking the time to be with us here. Uh, I'm Bud Scratch. Yeah, thanks, Renee. All right. Thank All you right. both. Have right. a great day. All right. Thank we'll you. see you at the show, and we'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Oakwood Tire and More and Complete Auto Parts. Where the pros and the folks who know go for parts, tires, and service. Well, Tim, saw a new report. Actually, it uh, came to me from uh, Lauren Fix, the car coach, uh-huh. about Rivian electric v- EVs. Okay. You know, about the uh, Rivian pickup truck and the Rivian... Right. One of my customers has a Rivian... SUV? Uh, SUV. The SUV. Very impressive vehicle. Well, $150,000, it should be. Well, <laughs> here we go, $150,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here in today's world, uh, the Rivians and some other SUVs, but specifically the Rivian, is not entirely the truck's fault or the SUV's fault. They're really hard on tires. Mm. 7,000 pounds, okay. the vehicle is. It's got 835 horsepower and a lot of torque. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's going to be a cool vehicle to drive. Oh, yeah. The headlights are a little wonky, but um, but all of that has something to do with, you know, being rough on the tires. Mm-hmm. However, they have got in these vehicles a conserve mode okay. that you can actuate, all right? And what it does is it, it lowers the suspension mm-hmm. on, on air ride, and it gives you better aerodynamics. Okay. Unfortunately, when it does that, it changes the geometry of the uh, front end. So it affects the camber and the toe-in. Absolutely. And the toe-in is what eats the tires. Mm-hmm. So using the conserve mode is okay for a while, but you can't keep it on all the time. And what customers are doing is, well, conserve means conserve. Yeah. You know, we're going to conserve. It's going to lower. We're going to be more aerodynamic. But somehow the message mm-hmm. has got mixed in the design of the vehicle. And, uh, you know, you're messing up the front-end alignment. And I have heard tales, and this is just my things that I have heard, that not all of these uh, EVs are coming with great alignments on them uh, as you roll them off the truck. And it makes sense. Uh Here's my thinking on it, okay? I put new suspension on the Mustang I was building, or any any car that I'm building, typically put new suspension on it. We wanted to lower the suspension on this car a little bit, Mm -hmm. so I did the calculations based on the wire diameter of the spring, and I cut so much length out of the coil of the spring. I don't remember whether I took three quarters of a coil or a coil and a quarter or whatever it was. It doesn't matter. But when I put the coils back in the car, it's still it's still not as low as I want it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to leave it alone for a while. Because okay. what's going to happen? I don't know. It's going to settle. 
It is? It's, yeah, it's brand new springs. Okay. So it's, you know, it's going to settle a little bit as you drive it, mm-hmm. and the springs actually go through their cycles and stuff. It's, it's, you get all the weight on the car and mm-hmm. you know, the fuel in it and people in it and all that, it's going to settle a little bit. That's what's not being taken into consideration with these EVs. Oh, I yeah, see. You got a, you know, 7,000 pounds, you can figure half of that is the weight of the battery. Right. Well, the suspension's all brand new. Mm-hmm. It hasn't, it hasn't settled. settled down yet. Okay. You know? When I was brand new, I was six foot tall. <laughs> no, not really. Oh, but, and, the weight and, of the but world. Anyway, but that's, that's my take. So, um, but that factors into getting 6,000 miles out of the uh, 20-inch, 50,000-mile rated Pirelli tires. Well, mm. wow, you would think there would be something they could do with that in the tire compound, you know. Well, I've noticed in the tire compounds, even on my, our plug-in hybrid, mm-hmm. uh, the Escape, uh, when you've got everything off, um, the, you know, the radio and stuff like that, the ride is a little, a little firm and a little not, not as cushy as it could be because the tire compounds are hard for less rolling resistance. I see. But uh, you ain't going to make up 6000 to 50000 with rolling resistance. No. You're going to have to do, uh, you know. Well, when my first set of tires wore out on my Escape Hybrid, mm-hmm. I took it to Mike over at Oakwood Tire. Mm-hmm. And they put a set of Michelins on there that I'm getting fantastic mileage out of. And it's a very good, good ride. ride. yeah. Very good so. ride. Well, you know. Just thanks, Mike. I appreciate you, you with what's coming down the assembly line. Well, that was a perfect segue, because what I was going to do, speaking of alignment, when's the last time you had your alignment checked? Well, when they put the the tires tires on, right, because that makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, and you get free rotation, Mm -hmm. and you can go back and they'll check the alignment when they're doing the rotation and stuff, make sure everything's good on it. And uh, their their alignment, their their tire specialists, their alignment specialists, and their suspension specialists. Yeah, they are definitely the best They do it all, so if you want to eliminate issues... You know, maybe not severe as this Rivian truck's got, but if you want to, you know, keep keep your investment in your tires, keep your right. tires for as long as you can, and keep everything the way it needs to mm-hmm. be. Thirty one twenty Atlanta Highway in Oakwood. Because um, I only Gainesville, want the, technically, but it's yeah, Oakwood. Yeah, I want the best on my L Explodo. Yeah, I get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> your L Explodo Escapo. All right. <laughs> uh, check them out at OakwoodTire.com. Square peg in a round hole, all right? We have talked about this a little bit, Tim. And uh, this is about the Tesla plugs. You know, we did an article a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, a month ago. And we were talking about now you can, many of the manufacturers are making, are going to have adapters to allow you to go to the supercharger. Mm -hmm. The Tesla supercharger. The Tesla supercharger. Right. That does not mean that you will be able to supercharge your vehicle because the vehicle's involved. Right. This ain't just the plug. No, because Tesla designed the charger to fit the car that they were building to charge the batteries that they were building. And the charging stations fit the vehicle that you back in there, and it has a short charging cord, and it hooks right up where it's supposed to, so right. everybody can park next to each other and sing Kumbaya and mm-hmm. charge their cars, fast charge them at the same time. Yes. Now, enter these adapters, uh-huh. you know, that Ford, Chevrolet, and a bunch of other companies Whoever has else, in, yeah. has jumped into. This is where we go back to being guinea pigs for this stuff as, mm-hmm. it, as it first comes out. Yes, you can get the adapters, or you're going to be able to get the adapters, but... Right. 
And they're expecting, or at least the writer of this article is expecting Tesla to make all the changes to their charging stations and not and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, to put longer charging cords in or to reconfigure them. Tesla built everything for their cars. For their cars, right. So you've got some cars that have the charging port on the front fender, yeah. on the left front fender. Left front fender. So how the, the Tesla superchargers are designed so that you can back the car into the charging station and hook the short charging cord into the left quarter panel. So the, the simplest thing I think, all right, is for the manufacturer that's got that charging port on the left front fender, put it on the right front fender. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't have to redesign the car and run the wires down the, the length of the car and all that. Just flop the wire over to the, the right. right side fender and put right. it on the right side. But this this uh, this particular author goes crazy about all this stuff. Well, has that ever made you know. crazy about gasoline cars? How some sure. manufacturers yeah, on the right, put it on, on the right, the some on the left. And I have seen people drive round and round the gas pumps yeah. trying to figure out how to get their All tank my cars to line have up. it on the left side except the HHR. It's uh-huh. on the right side. Right. Got to go around the pump the other direction. And I'm forever pulling up to the pump and thinking, oh, yeah, I did it again. I did it again. Well, you know, you wind up taking two spaces at a Tesla charger if, you, sure. if you've got it com- configured this way. And I'll tell you what, after having ours, you know, our, our uh, hybrid for a year or so, I find that people that use charging stations at hotels and stuff like mm-hmm. that are very inconsiderate. If I plug in to the charging station, I, I will not plug in if there's, if there's like four stations available and three of them are taken up with an electric vehicle. Uh-huh. You know, if nobody's there, I'll plug my vehicle in. Yeah. All right. And then I'll go down two hours later and move the vehicle because I got a gas engine. Mm-hmm. It's not an essential thing for me. Right. You know, I got the gas engine, but or I can buzz around town with electric if I'm not inconvenienced to anybody. Sure. But pe- I've seen people take the charging cords off these CCS systems and just, you know, they're just laying on the ground for somebody else to run over. Oh. And and that's that's the kind of thing that's going to give us trouble right. know, in the future. You're going to have to have a monitor that smacks you with the mm-hmm. smacks you with the end of the charger cord across <laughs> your knuckles and says, "Don't don't leave that thing laying on the ground." But that's uh, that's that's where we're going with this, but uh, it's a square peg in a round hole. Well, not only that, but they say that, uh, you know, all these vehicles are going to use the Tesla supercharger, but they can't all take advantage of it no, because they can't take le- the charge no. as fast as the Tesla can. Level two charging is the best you'll get with the adapter. It's still right. better than a sharp stick in the eye, but it's, you know, it's yeah. not as fast as what you might want. Sure. You're Let's the, standardize, people. You're the guinea pig. Well, you know, Elon Musk did standardize. He yeah. was the only guy building electric cars. Right. Who's he supposed to standardize for? Right. Teslas. And he did. So, whatever you're driving, you want to keep it clean. And where are you going to go to keep it clean? Extreme clean car wash. Absolutely. They're, they are the best. They are on Browns Bridge Road and White Sulphur Road where they got the, the big tunnel to go through and be mm-hmm. entertained while you're washing your car sure check them out at extremeclean.com they have wash packages and all that great kind of stuff that you can uh, you know sign up and i know bill gets his car washed there quite often because he's got the the package so he yeah. gets a rupert mr wash club mr wash club good for him 
Well, if you need parts for your classic muscle car, you are going to Year One, who provide our podcast every week in case you miss any of this informative automotive buffoonery. Go to AccessWDUN, click the links, press the buttons, and away you go. Get an eight-year-old to do it for you if you can't do it yourself. Or, you know, go to your favorite podcast site and check out Bud's Garage. Remember to keep between the ditches, shiny side up. We'll see you next week right here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Have a great week.